Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the wolf at Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. What do you What do you got to say, Tommy, for your cinnamony sins? Tom, remember the good times that we had? <laughs> I let them slip away from us when things got bad. How clearly I first saw you smiling in the sun. Want to feel your warmth upon me. I want to be the one. And I will remember you. Do be dumb, dumb, dumb. Will you remember me? Do be dumb, dumb, dumb. Don't let your life pass you by. Do be dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Weep not for the memories. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> Do be dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> I don't remember that part of That's that song. You- it's written that way in the lyrics for some reason. But it's like, <laughs> uh, Tommy, it's been quite a ride. And uh, we asked our listeners who we should have on, what they wanted to hear for our last few episodes. And we got a lot of requests for big name headliner, uh, Ke- Kevin Hart. Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer, they all said uh, they all did not reply to our emails. But fortunately, the number one request we got was for a one guy Montgomery. Guy is here. Hi, guy. Oh, I can't believe I'm. Um, well, I can't believe I'm here and in <laughs> such esteemed company. I am, you know. Tommy McNamara and, and Tom Takar, two of the big names in um, the comedy scene down here in New Zealand. And I'm honestly, I'm flattered by uh, anyone requesting I, I join. And I think the listeners will be excited to hear. Obviously, there's quite a, it's a nostalgic episode. It's, um, it's a time for reflections. And I suppose new beginnings, but I have been listening to quite a lot of new music. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I think... I think I just got caught down a bit of a uh, reminiscing rabbit hole the last couple of years. Sure. So I've been trying to expand my horizons. Yeah, yeah. You got some new new music. That's exciting stuff. Because we, I mean, we've mostly known you as a reminiscer of sorts. Uh, and th- and this, I, we, we decided that we were going to make this episode about uh, farewell songs. Like, what are the best, mm. you know, end of an era uh, saying goodbye to a, a chapter of your life, those types of songs. And there are so many, you know. There are some great yeah. examples of that. Closing but, time. Yeah, closing yeah. time. What's that vitamin C graduation song? Ah, that's yeah. an incredible song. The one that's like, another turning point of folks looking to the road. That Green Day song legitimately... I I will get goosebumps every time it it uh it comes on. Like yeah. I can't I I cannot equip my body of an emotional response to hearing that song. Uh, uh, I, oh, I forgot I mentioned this, but when my when my gym teacher in grade school retired, I played that song for the whole school to honor him. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's really yeah. Good. It's a great honoring song. You want to make people really emotional. Put I that mean, to a slideshow of anything. Yeah, yeah. it'll really get. And to be fair, he is the teacher who gave you your sexual awakening, so it's the least <laughs> you could do. Somebody needs to give Tommy his sexual go to sleep. Um, <laughs> he's too horny. That's why we have to end yeah, the show. I cannot <laughs> stop humping. <laughs> The yeah, ever since Magnus. we started doing Zoom, Tommy's gotten far too comfortable in his home during the recordings. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, that just reminded me that Green Day song. I've told this story uh, long ago on this podcast, but uh, when my grandfather died, uh, my mom <laughs> made me make a uh, slideshow with a musical accompaniment, like a, a mix CD, essentially, with a slideshow for uh my grandpa's uh wake or whatever uh the viewing and uh i played she had me play the song uh from five for fighting uh the uh wait a hundred years to live or uh, it's just called 100 years when you've only got 100 years to live 
We played that back to back twice, and it was a real <laughs> tearjerker. <laughs> and I think we put good riddance on there too, which is a weird thing to put. <laughs> no, that's 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 funny. That communicates a sense of humor from beyond the grave. Sure, sure. What else do we put on it? We put the song from uh, Rent on there. The five hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> These are all I songs. Say, this playlist this. is a bit of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> this playlist I cannot get my head slapping. around who's selecting these tracks. <laughs> this playlist ain't slapping. Stuff from Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, sound, it sounded super futuristic at the time. There was a like, SoundCloud rapper I found. Is <laughs> <laughs> he rapping or talking? Uh, this guy's incredible. <laughs> I'm blue. Somebody that I used to know by Gautier, I thought that was weird. (laughs) Man, the irony of that song being about somebody that we used to know is uh, one of life's cruelest twists. (laughs) That's true, man. Man, that is uh, meta as hell. We never did a Gautier episode, did we? Did we ever do camera? Uh, no, still time, guy. If you want to do some quick research, yeah, you can. <laughs> we'll yeah, we could right switch now. this up on the on a dime. The main thing I remember is Kimbra is a um, Kimbra's a New Zealander. Oh, know? she was. That, was. that was big for us. I actually yeah. saw her play a gig in LA once, and I, you know, like she's a pretty. Um, I met her after. She was really nice, but like her fans were like, um, I, I, they were kind of like what I thought her fans would be like. I think they're people who found her through. Go, the Gautier sure. song, and we're like, I'm going to ride this out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was an iconic uh, moment, you know, the, for for her, the painting, the body painting thing. It was, uh, yeah, it was really it was something. Big. That's pretty cool. You hung out, you hung out with Kimbra, huh? Only on this podcast would that anecdote raise any eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kimbra, wow. nice. You got to hang, you got to rub elbows with Kimbra. What was it? What's she like? Does she tip well? I just read a Taylor Swift article about that. So let's get the. Does she tip well? I've, I'm told she by this article from our friend uh, Rachel Handler that uh, Taylor Swift did in fact tip well on her uh, trip to New York, where she went to many a restaurant. Oh uh, wow! Yes. Well, yeah, you got to eat. Girls got to eat. You know, you, <laughs> you seen that show? She's got a carbo load. <laughs> She's up there for what? <laughs> Two, three hours? I mean, Tommy did see that show in theaters. Uh, she, he went to, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about it last week, but he went to a, uh, what was it, a 10 a.m. showing? <laughs> 10, 10 40 a.m. Uh, movie. Yeah, two hours yeah. and 48 minutes for me and Taylor and a few friends in the crowd. <laughs> that rips. Yes. And I'm, of course, I, I'm actually doing the same thing for the Kimbra uh, live <laughs> concert <laughs> concert movie series at, uh, at AMC. And I can only hope it is just as long. I, uh, I have a, a friend who's an old Taylor Swift fan who sort of is, is not, um, you know, not, not as diehard as they were at the apex of the fandom. But they went to the Eras Tour, uh, the movie. And the the thing that they loved the most was the lawlessness of being at the cinema and like you can stand, you can talk your shit, you can go on your phone. And it's like it's all good, you know. That's true. That was like why Tommy went early. Yeah, I saw the new Scorsese movie this week uh, with my parents, and they got upset because I kept dancing. (laughs) 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 You know, singing along with the "What Color Is Your Skin" line that Leo (laughs) says. You know, I was really living it up. (laughs) It is wild that that is longer than the Taylor Swift thing. It's it's truly insane. Three twenty. I actually, I've got to say, if we're talking about goodbyes, I had a very emotional uh, music experience last week. I went to a, uh, I went to a concert. I saw Paul McCartney <gasps> and uh, has got back to it, and he played what? like a three-hour set. It was incredible. He played wow. like twenty-four Beatles songs, Damn. like so many Wings songs, and honestly, it was I was I was crying at the end. It was like one of the most positive emotional experiences I've had. It was beautiful. That's incredible. That's amazing. Polly. Yeah. See. I wonder if he's coming. 81. He played Baby's Got Back. Hey. Yeah, he did. He, he opened with Baby's Got Back. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, it sounded, a bit, it sounded a bit funny. It was like, oh, I like big butts. But then when, he, when you sort of get over the accent thing, you're like, yeah, man, you got it. 
<laughs> that would be nice that Paul McCartney all covers, all rap covers to her. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't announce it. And so he, every time you're like, surely he's just taking the piss. He'll get into his stuff soon. Oh, my people would. St- I mean, people would still go, I think, because like you have to go on the off chance he sings any Beatles songs, but he doesn't. <laughs> He does not. Yeah. He doesn't touch the catalog. <laughs> like, there's no chance. There's not a world where he, he could be doing anything and people, it's going to be sold. There's not going to be a bunch of empty seats for Paul McCartney. Yeah. Exactly. And he's doing MC Paul McCartney. And <laughs> he just keeps touring until the, he thins the crowd out to one. And then he's like, I knew someone would stick around. <laughs> and then he plays the hits. Yeah. That's when you deserve it. <laughs> the old Willy Wonka treatment. <laughs> I think that made sense. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, it's time we get to some uh, some farewell songs. I think we've, uh, you know, we named a bunch of good ones, so I feel like we have a bunch to pick from. You know, yeah. Uh, and and guy, if I could, um, yeah, if I could put my name in the mix, I know it's your show, sure. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is uh, there was an album released. New album released, I think, earlier this year. I can't remember the date. Might have been around May. Sure. Uh, and it hasn't got a huge amount of... Oh, no. Sorry, July. Even more recently. Wow. Recent. Um, yeah, this is from 2023. Holy shit. If, if I'm looking yeah. at what I think I'm looking uh, at. And it is, it is a New Zealand band <laughs> um, called The Feelers. And while the Ooh. music's sure. technically... Uh, it's... It sort of straddles the line of being new and old. It's um, it's something that's strangely familiar that also feels completely different. So it's reimagined their greatest hits, and uh, all the songs that you know and love. We're talking, you know, "Fishing for Lisa," "As Good as It Gets," "Pressure Man." Um, you know, if y- you'll hear, them I don't know if I know in- these guys. Yeah, is this oh, the yeah. new music you said you've been listening to? Yeah, yeah, the feelers. I uh, do they like, like run the- in the same circles as Kimbra? That's a great question. Do they get along? Energetically, I, I've not met the members of the Feelers, but they give a different vibe. Um, okay. The Feelers, uh, you know, they're a little bit older. I, uh, I think, you know, euphemistically, we could say that that they are running a little bit more weather beaten. I, uh, <laughs> but the, I mean, the the reimaginings of these songs, honestly, it, it it's um. You know, covers are an interesting thing, and uh, some you know, like it's very rare to hear a cover that actually improves the original. I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. And sure. covering your own music, which in, in essence is kind of what this album is, is a, a it's a risky move. You know, wait. So and, these uh, aren't these aren't uh, just uh, what do you call them uh, when they remat? These aren't remasters. These are they played them again. Well, they've been remastered, and that the masters who created them have, have played them again. I. <laughs> uh, but so I think you know, given that we're all in somewhat of a pensive mood, and you know, I think to to stir the emotional loins, it would be quite nice if we could listen to from the 2023 yeah, this Feelers album, Reimagine Greatest Hits. If we could listen to the new arrangement and performance of Fishing for Lisa. All right, here's the new, never listened to on Stand by Your Band before, reimagined version of Fishing for Lisa. Just to see uh, the difference. Here. I can tell you the difference. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the old one is playing the guitar, uh-huh. but the new one you'll notice he's playing the Thinking Man's guitar, which is the piano. <laughs> and they don't abandon the string section totally; like they get sure. the violin, violin, yeah. And it is, um, you know, it's incredible to hear a song that makes you feel nostalgic, 
but to hear a, a, a version of the song which makes you feel nostalgic for a previous version of the song, it's um <laughs> That's meta stuff, man. That's, yeah, it's a real journey through the mind. <laughs> it is twenty five years later. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, a lot of bands will keep releasing new music, but I think the smart ones will realize they've probably hit their creative peak, yeah. you know, and zero in on that window. I mean, let's and be honest. tour on those songs for like 25 years. <laughs> and then eventually, I think when they feel like they're running out of road a little bit with those songs, just re-record the same songs. Yeah. Re- reimagine them. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I mean, it's almost like if somebody were to do uh, one podcast premise and then once about every year <laughs> do the same one again. <laughs> yeah, like they couldn't think of a new idea. So they just well, kinda, it's hard. It's know. hard for people. You know, I, don't, I, I can't imagine, but I, it is, in my experience, it can be hard to think of a new idea. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. So, yeah, that's what I think about that. Yeah. I mean, if you, how many, I mean, how many great songs does a normal person come up with in their lifetime? I'd say on average, point zero zero three. Yeah. You know? And so if you come up with, uh, what, six? No, wait, way more than this. <laughs> Hold on. Three, six, like, like 11 just monster jams. What are you gonna? Yeah, you you got to come up with eleven more next uh, what, in yeah. the next twenty five years. Or what? You, you mean to go and suddenly work in a fucking office? Yeah, fuck you know, that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sitting there typing out an email when you wrote fishing for Lisa. You're fishing for Lisa. I, oh yeah. Uh, hey, do you want any coffee? Fishing for Lisa, guy? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want my life back. I want to. <laughs> I want to be on stage, rocking out. To I mean, the, the cruelest, the cruelest thing is, you know, in that moment in the office when your life is flashing before your eyes, and you're thinking it wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I used to be somebody. I used to have something. Yeah. The most appropriate song is, you know, the song which is causing you all this heartbreak. <laughs> you know. Damn. Fishing for a, camera. That's cool. <laughs> What's that, Tommy? <laughs> I just think it's so ironic that a lot of artists, when they put out a greatest hits, it's almost like they're fishing for compliments. But the feelers <laughs> yes. are, are fishing for Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that interesting? <laughs> and you know, it's it's almost like uh, I'm I'm concerned anything I say about this song I've said three other times. So. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. I think if you guys want to genu- hear a genuine, beautiful farewell song, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's what I I'm think- looking for because this one was—I mean, it was—it yeah. was nice. I was kind of looking for something more along the lines of like what okay. we talked about, like uh, you know, uh, closing green days time. Sort of- like, yeah, that's that feels yeah. very uh, you know relative yeah, that's, to what that's we're doing here. It's, it's yeah. just our last episode, so I really want it to be special. Yeah, understandable. Well, if you listen to uh, if you go back to the 2001 um, Feelers album, Communicate. <laughs> On there, okay. you will find uh, the original version and arrangement of uh, Fishing for Lisa, which I, <laughs> I, I genuinely think is probably one of the most, um, you know, reflective songs in anyone's oeuvre or back catalogue. Um, I mean, look, so, you're I the mean, guest, so I... It would yeah. be great if we could get that on. Yeah, for Let's sure. I mean, While you're finding it, Tom, I just want to say what's so ironic is the podcast is ending because we don't communicate i think that's- yeah wow <laughs> that's true for the last and that's the name uh, of the name of the album yeah that's crazy Maybe, Starting, so what, I mean, what if we what if we play crazy. fishing felisa and then we'll play the title track communicate this is I a think that's idea. a great idea i do think <laughs> the fans deserve to know uh around episode two tommy and i started to have a problem <laughs> We stopped sleeping in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Separate beds. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't even tell this to your guests. Yeah. You've been keeping up the facade as long as I've been coming yeah. on the podcast. We can only handle each other for about an hour every week or two. And then, um, and then it comes to blows. Ten days lately. Just, yeah. <laughs> you never know what's going on with people. You guys always seem so happy. Yeah, that's uh, we we saw a, a a therapist together, a couples therapist that prescribed us medication that allows us to do this. Um, yeah, that's we, good. We I do remember. I think it was the second time I came on. It was in person. 
It was in was it in Bedstay? That would be in yeah, Bedstay, Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think I mean Tom. Tommy, your eyes were quite red, and Tom, you were wearing like at the time. I just thought you'd had a workout, but you were wearing like a gym teacher style outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, I hadn't put the pieces together. But. Well. Uh, Tommy, he, that was part of the couples therapy is that uh, to recreate the last time Tommy fully loved someone, and so fully was open with someone. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is from Communicate. It's, it is. Uh, let's hear fishing for Lisa. Fishing for Lisa, the wow. from the twenty twenty or the two thousand one. Uh, I don't want to confuse people. Don't go to their recent track list for that song. You're yeah, yeah. The- that's that that features on two albums. Obviously, reimagine the twenty twenty three. Fantastic, mm-hmm. greatest hits. Sort of uh, reimagining, you could say. Yes. And then, of course, the two thousand one communicate, which was the so, year before my first year of high school. Is that right? That is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it was right before yeah. guys started high school. Yeah, and the uh, the lead the lead singer of the Feelers and songwriter James Reed is actually uh, we are high school alumni. Is that true? Wow, that's true. Wow, you must really connect to this shit, then, huh? I mean, oh, it hits is, home. Did you yeah, know Lisa? Home, right. <laughs> Lisa, uh, I think Lisa's more of a concept than a person. But yeah, I think I've I've known many Lisas in my time. You know how the Lisa, as I understand it, Lisa is a fish. That can't be. He's naming the fish that he's fishing for. Yeah. I'm going to pull up a Daniel. (laughs) So in the lyrics, you know, there's the line like a meeting in the water lot. Something that a concept we can all kind of identify with. But what's interesting about it is the first time he says it, there's no punctuation in the lyrics that I'm looking at on Genius, like a meeting in the water law. Mm-hmm. And the second time it says like a meeting in the water comma law. Right. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the significance of that is. Yeah. Well, a comma is like a, a small pause or a breath. Uh, ah. Yeah. So it's like a, um, you know, it's like a, a full stop in its infancy, I guess. So it would just denote to the person singing or speaking the song to just take a small moment before moving take on. A beat, yeah, I I <laughs> okay, have a good, good. I have a different theory, but hey, I I like to hear every uh you know every possibility. I kind of think he's like in the middle of a sentence and he just goes uh lost and he it's kind of like a, asking for a line. He, I've seen a. Our uh, so-called president uh, Joe Biden do similar things. <laughs> But, or um, before the studio session, someone was like, "You watch any good TV shows?" And it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> there's this one where these people are stuck, and it's kind of told in flashback." And then he starts playing, and then halfway through the song, he's like, "Lost." <laughs> uh, I like that theory a lot, um, and I think that that's right around the right time too. <laughs> it could be. I, was yeah. that during oh 2004? You know, I think that they got an early copy of it in. Um, in New Zealand, they probably did. They were, you yeah. know, they were part of the show business Illuminati at this point. Yeah, <laughs> man, they were hobnobbing with the stars. Yeah, <laughs> kind of pisses me off the idea that Lisa would be a concept and not an actual um, person. I'm fine with the fish theory. If it's a real fish, and he's uh, he's trying to fish for Lisa, I'm fine with that. But this idea that you did not go to high school with a Lisa that this is about. Well, it was an all boys school. Oh shit! Yeah, that really changes uh, things. Uh, this changes things po- a lot. It's possible. Uh, 
you know, Lisa was a teacher. Sure. Like, I mean, no wonder um, he's fishing for women. He doesn't have any at school to talk to. That's that's right. And it does happen. I think at at, at all boys' schools, is all of a sudden, uh, you know, the the there are teachers who are women who you look at and you think, "There's a you know, that's a woman. Wow, what a woman!" I don't want to be crass. <laughs> that's the last so, thing I want to be. Don't get me okay. wrong. If I'm crass, shoot me in the head right now. Okay. Do you think? He was so horny, he was fishing for a fish to fuck, and he named it Lisa. (laughs) I said I don't want to be crass, Tommy. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he wanted to, um, you know, to catch and fuck a fish just to feel (laughs) total dominance over uh, another, you know, species. Uh, I do have to say this. I'll only say it once, but then by your band, it's fish now. (laughs) Right at the end. Oh wow, it's fish now. Somebody did request that we play the uh, "Stand by Your Band." It's horses now, but I don't know if I still have it <laughs> on my laptop. That was Alex Kuman, uh, yeah. who says uh, who did our who did our little uh, voiceover for us. Well, can can I can I take a moment in songs? You know, I, I don't know how uh, sentimental you guys want to want to get, but reflecting on the the years of the podcast, are there any uh, standout you know moments or memories? That uh, that spring to mind. Any this is a great episode question. could just be a, a you know something that springs out as being um yeah and it's for you specifically as an especially exciting or enjoyable moment. There there are so many so many great moments. The one that truly, if I'm being sincere, the one that I think of that makes me uh, laugh the hardest and that uh, truly uh, really got my goat is when me and Tommy. It was just the two of us and. Uh, we were trying to make fun of this sentimental country song, and we both started oh. tearing up. <laughs> you both like, got like the tingle you get. Like, yeah. Yeah. We both were like, "This is fucking dumb," and then both of us were like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> that actually rocks. Like that is the uh, that is the very essence of what this show is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it was we heard this like reimagined album. Uh, <laughs> it was actually really recently, and that moment just really stood out for me as like, a special time in the show. This Man. is where we find out Tommy has the memory of uh, a fish. It's <laughs> fish. <laughs> I gotta tell you, uh, you know, we now that we've heard these songs, I'm starting to feel like maybe I said this last time too, but. Uh, it's like Stockholm syndrome or something where it's like I love fishing for Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a legitimately good song. And I uh I know that I said uh we should listen to communicate, but I was kind of being silly. Um Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. You were being fucking crazy, dude. But I think I don't know. Sitting here with you guys and and reflecting and you yes. know, it's not just about what's happened, but it's about what's in front of us all. You guys, you know, together and apart but these moments that we enjoy now this this is for me as good as it gets and um there's there's a song i that i think really cuts to the very core of that idea Mm -hmm. um and you know in the interest of of not wanting to just retreat you know wheel out the old hits uh I'm I'm fairly certain if you head along to the 2023 album Reimagined, sure. you'll find a, a very exciting rework mm-hmm. of the the feelers yeah. staple. As good as it gets, as good as it gets. This is reimagined. As good as it gets.
Wow. As yeah. As good as it gets. Hmm. Is that that? He really zeroes in. Yeah. On those concepts of heartache and pain, mentioning them so in such close proximity. Yeah. Because first he says there'd be more heartache than pain. Then he says no more heartache or right. pain. Uh, it, and just so close to each other in the lyrics is really interesting. Well, it's you know I suppose it. I wouldn't want to put words in his mouth, but it sort of represents a fork in the road. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And um, I wish a song actually said that. <laughs> like just say that straight up, you know. This one yeah. kind of like dances another turning point it. of fork stuck in the road. That kind right. of thing. Yeah, that sort of shit. Uh I don't know that anyone would be able to do that. I think <laughs> uh, subtext is often better than text. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Sub Zero is better than Zero when I watch Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and I think that uh, Dom text is a uh, is something that uh, the Fast and Furious character might send. <laughs> uh, do you think when he says opens the song with a uh, Savage at Heart, do you think he's talking about the card game Hearts? I just am trying to figure yep. out what these lyrics are. It could be. There's a uh, New Zealand rapper called uh savage oh who shit. is who's pretty big uh probably identifiable to uh american listeners uh as uh you remember in knocked up yes i think the night they go to the club they're like night that i think Catherine heigl and seth rogan are getting to know each other and mm-hmm. there's a song playing at the club called uh swing yes yeah i remember that I do they do the little swing, dance yeah. The swing. yeah yeah that's Savage. Wow. Wow. Big moment for Savage. So what's the deal with 21 Savage? Yeah, that's a great question. No relation or are they cousins or something? Are they, are they best yeah, friends? I think you'd assume that, yeah, they know each other. Or otherwise, you know, that guy's stepping on Savage's bit. <laughs> Funnily enough, actually, uh, Savage, who was like a huge, you know, he was a, a pretty iconic figure in New Zealand music uh, when I was coming of age. Uh, there was a long period when... My friend Joseph and I hosted a TV show in New Zealand called uh, Fail Army, and it was uh, like the Fail Army YouTube channel. You know, Duke and Media had packaged it up and put it together like a American's Funniest Home Video style show. And uh, the network we were making it for three had bought the American show wholesale and brought it over, so it was all mixed and mastered. You know, like the whole thing was basically unchangeable, except they'd managed to rip the uh voiceover off they couldn't get the music off but they'd rip the voiceover off and they got joseph and i to um host the show <laughs> so we had re we had to all of the segments were done all of the like order and way in which the videos were played was done we just had to re-script like a finished episode basically of america's funniest song videos or whatever and we'd host these studio segments we go welcome to the show you know we've got a great show and then we'd throw to the clips or whatever and uh it was it was a creatively challenging job because a lot of the clips were really bad and the segment titles were awful. It was like egads, my nads, and and shit. Or like, and it was really sexist. Like there were heaps of clips which were just like you know footage of women's breasts bouncing, and we'd be like, oh, you know. And so we sort of lost our minds and like started. We created a narrative inside of the show. Like we put like a soap opera style telenovela in our hosting segments that would weave throughout the episodes and uh. A lot of people really didn't like it, <laughs> uh, you know, because they saw Fail Army was on TV. They just wanted to watch the the fucking clips of people driving boats into bits of wood, and then there'd be two guys talking about how their wife is divorcing them, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> and the most public call out we got was uh, a tweet from Savage who said, uh, "Watching Fail Army, but these presenters are really dry balls, eh?" <laughs> and they're like three cringe face emojis. <laughs> Damn, Savage! What he is Savage. He lived up yeah, to the you name. Yeah, you see where he gets the name. You know, and he's a real bellwether for New Zealand public opinion. So that was a pretty hard, uh, hard moment for us. Are Are you able to separate oh the art from the artist and remain a fan of his his work? Absolutely. Anyone who talks about that, you know, whether or not you can separate the art from the artist, I always think. Well, the question is: Are you me in my car by myself? Because <laughs> they're pretty separate here. <laughs> oh, Savage. Um, you got to imagine Savage was before 21 Savage, right? 
Because 21 Savage feels Absolutely. like a username when the one you want is taken. You're like, I guess I'll be Savage 08. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty clever to put the, the number before the word, though. Yeah, that's smart. That's very smart. Because the other way sounds stupid as shit. Um, Savage 21. <laughs> like Forever 21. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is that? Is that a clothing brand? That is a clothing brand. The idea is well, be, meaning you will uh, look like you are uh, always 21. I guess because uh, in a sense that's um, a moment in time that people would like to freeze as good as it gets. Yeah. You know? Not me. I want to freeze right now. This very moment. <laughs> this is yeah. the happiest I've been in many years. Probably six wow. years since we started this, uh, <laughs> this little podcast. Uh, all right, let's hear some more music. What do you say? I think we got we got at least a couple more here. Uh, we got time for a couple more. Um, yeah, and I think you know we've heard obviously these songs have been uh, great, you know, but I mean I feel like we're missing some big ones that uh, people are going to be upset if we don't touch upon. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, Oh, we have technical issues. Okay. Sounds good, Mac Man. Uh, that should be fine. All right. Finally, it's just the boys. <laughs> when are we, we going to tell Tommy about our new podcast we're launching? <laughs> Stand by your film. <laughs> Stand by your musical artist. <laughs> 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 uh, Tommy is off and uh, now I can finally open up about the many horrors he has unleashed upon me in these many years yeah, yeah. I remember oh he's back um, alright <laughs> well I'll save that back. for another time um, yeah but uh, Tommy's back and uh, we have more music to play Guy what do you think like I said I think we've missed some really big well, ones yeah I think you guys should you know you could uh if you if you're struggling to think of a song, I uh, I think this you know I've got a few ideas. Sure, I don't yeah. want to get stuck on the uh, the treadmill of you know of of stuff that we all know already or right. that's already been on the show. Yeah, like, which uh, is 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 challenging because I don't remember all the songs I've chosen. But um, oh, what are, like there's that uh, that Eve Six song that's like here's to the yeah night. maybe something yeah. like that yeah something in or that you know I. Yeah. Uh, I th- there's one called uh, "Stand Up" by the Feelers, which I think is it's quite appropriate in a way. It's quite apt because uh, "Stand Up" obviously is something that you know I suppose we'll have to have to take priority given yes. that you're, you're kissing goodbye to this cash cow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll have to go back to stand up now. That sucks. <laughs> uh, but it's it's also like it's quite a beautiful song. I think you know. Uh, Tom, you were saying a lot about how you, you felt like you've been trapped in an abusive relationship with Tommy and you yeah, know he's made yeah. life really hard for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just while you were out of the room, Tom, sure. Tommy, Tom, yeah. Tom had a, a, and a just chance like, to get And in the, the big uh, you know, write-up that's coming out the second that this uh, <laughs> the big, the yeah. big profile. I, I've, I've, I've had a lot of interview requests from uh, The Atlantic. Yeah, Atlantic <laughs> and Rolling Stone. I haven't been able to make a time yet. <laughs> Uh, the crumbling that, of Stand By Your Band at the I hands think, of an angry man. <laughs> I think uh, this this stand up uh, radio edit from the Feelers Best of uh, ninety eight to two thousand eight compilation uh, once again sort of captures the spirit of the show, uh, what it's been, and also you know where 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 we're all going. I just want to say, incredible move to switch it to the radio edit when I had I had the reimagined pulled up and ready to go. <laughs> All right, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear some of the feelers stand up radio edit from the best of ninety eight to <laughs> That's right. It's got to be the radio edit. <laughs> Time to open up memories of your past. It's time to move on. It's time to open up the shadow. 
say these are actually pretty good farewell songs i gotta give it to you these work <laughs> <laughs> it's time to open up the memories of your past and it's time to move on it's yeah time- man it's time to open up the shadows of your heart and it's time to move on man my doctor t- said i should be worried about the shadows in my heart <laughs> yeah it's uh it's right there with having a murmur you gotta stay on top of that stuff <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a great that's a great song. I'll give it. How to you me. feel? How you feeling, Tommy? Yeah, Tommy, how you feeling? <laughs> I think he might be lagging. <laughs> it's, uh, he's got it's a not, perplexed look right. on his it's face. It's not right. For your last be, yeah, you can't lag on the last. A technical issue, or it's maybe it's, maybe it's so fitting. Oh, now he's just, he's cursing <laughs> the gods. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, this might be emblematic of why the show is finishing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah well you know while while, while tommy's uh fi- fixing his <laughs> it's so funny you can see him just like kind of cursing <laughs> he's like, i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> oh tommy no 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 there he goes while tommy's figuring out his technical difficulties let's get some promotional uh opportunity in for a one guy montgomery what do you got going on what do you got oh coming wow up? Uh, I'll just have to have a look. I think I'm going to check my dates. Uh, but usually, um, around this time of year in New Zealand, because obviously the, the hemispheres are different, uh, there's a, a summer tour that the yes. feelers are going on. And obviously <laughs> with the release of the new album, Reimagined, uh, they're going to be hitting all the major senders over summer, starting sure. on the 30th of December in Napier. Uh, and they've got, it looks like, uh, 16 dates all around the country, finishing at the factory in, um, in Hamilton on the 2nd of February. So head along to uh, thefeelers.co.nz if you want to check out um, any of that tour. It's quite nice for a band who's sure. touring you know, old songs to say up front, we're not going to play them how you like them and know them. We're going <laughs> um, to give you a really shit time. And for me personally, I... I'd like to plug that yes. I will probably try and get along to the Auckland show <laughs> uh, on the 1st of February. So that's kind of what I got going on. Sure. I obviously would love to follow them on the whole tour, but <laughs> I, I, I can't take two months out of my life for that. Yeah. I mean, consider it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was just, I just looked to see if they perhaps were coming to LA and uh, it looks like they are not, which is a real shame. I'll be complete. I'll be completely honest with you. Seeing the venues they're playing, uh, I was like, "Damn, these guys deserve bigger, bigger rooms." <laughs> like this is this is not going to be a big earner. <laughs> yeah, they might be eating a few venue fees <laughs> for this. <one. laughs> not unlike the occasional Union Hall show <laughs> we've done. <laughs> uh, you, you seem like you're back, Tommy. You know, I, I was emotionally overwhelmed, and I think my experiences with the tech have uh, been representative of that. I think that yeah. both the Wi-Fi and myself have just been kind of overloaded. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm eating a big big lunch with that fork in the road, is how I, how I can put it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I, I would like to say... Um, while the, this bit is fun, in total sincerity, I would love to hear uh, some genuine farewell tracks from you guys at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. See, I um, there's a song I've been listening to, uh, and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a newer track, but uh, I, it's kind of been getting me through the tough times of uh, you know ending a show that we cared obviously a lot about, and uh, it's been a great journey to do along with my dear friend Tommy, and... Uh, and it gets me thinking about the fans and uh, what they've committed and uh, how much we love them, you know. Um, 
But, you know, where there's a lot on my shoulders. What's that? What they've committed, where they've been committed. Yes. <laughs> Many of our listeners are in the insane asylum. Um, <laughs> in Arkham. Arkham but, to say, it's actually really cool for them. They got featured in uh, in many of the <laughs> Arkham video games. <laughs> <laughs> where you as Batman get to beat the living shit out of them. <laughs> funny that it's like Batman goes to beat the shit out of <laughs> Clearly struggling people. That is basically the premise of those games. It's like you as Batman go to a crazy house, a mental institution, and beat the shit out of everyone. But you do not kill them because that's against your code. But you do beat the living shit out of them um, with your uh, special senses and armor and uh, all that good stuff. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of weight on our shoulders to do this show. And uh, that's got me thinking... Uh, a little song called Pressure Man has uh mm. has got wow. me through the tough times and especially the reimagined one. Here's a little of Pressure Man. Wow. That's some of Pressure Man, who is kind of like me. He's just like me for real, for real. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, I am uh, a lot of the reimagining. They seem to have got their head around is, um, what if we had this song with strings? Yeah, and it does make me worried for the tour. Like, <laughs> I was, I was doing the maths for four band members. I didn't fucking. <laughs> Factor in a whole string quartet yeah, going on the are, road with them. Like they that. are taking a bath on this tour. <laughs> that, that doubles the cost of everything. <laughs> it's going to be an arcade fire set up for the fucking pressure man. In, like a, in, a, in a pub. <laughs> oh, man. I, it's, it is, I, I do love Pressure Man. I do actually love that song uh, in, in all sincerity. And yeah. so even though, I, you know, it, it, it that's not pressure man as I know it. It was uh, exciting to hear it, as they say, reimagined. Sure, I do feel. Uh, I have one. Oh yeah, go ahead, Tommy. Real quick, before I, we have to end soon, sadly. Yes. But um, I'd say that my experience with this podcast has felt like being in the stars. You know, it's mm. like <laughs> you brought me to a new planet. I just feel like I've risen up into space. Um, sort of like an astronaut. And there's this song from it's um it's called the twenty. 20- 23 reimagined greatest hits from the feelers mm-hmm. and the song's actually called astronaut and i think it really is like a good farewell tune it'll be right. the last song we ever play on the show oh yeah. man that's uh that's crazy yeah the last ever song we play on stand by your band we started from... with matchbox 20 and we are ending <laughs> with, with uh, reimagined <laughs> greatest hits from the feelers <laughs> astronaut <laughs> <laughs> Astronaut, Ooh. what a jam! That's a huge jam. Yeah, it makes me wish I could play an instrument. Yeah, me too, man. That would be sick. Hey, Tommy yeah, can really play instruments. Good guy. Yeah, that would be sick, man. <laughs> Just for you guys. 
<laughs> we could use it now uh, in this moment of sadness and triumph. Um, we do have a voicemail from Jared that I think we oh, should yeah. probably play on the main feed. <clears throat> I asked Jared. I said, it's our last episode. He said, what are you doing? I said, uh, I did, in fact, tell him what the premise was, and uh, he didn't really have any comment on that. Um, and uh, he did send a voicemail today, though. It is... Two and a half minutes. Uh, guy, you might not be able to hear this, so I, I'll reiterate any uh, important points. But here is the last voicemail for the podcast from our friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, where they're having their 15th anniversary for the comedy club being open. Very exciting stuff. So if you're in Bloomington, Go check it out. Go give a little support. Pete Holmes is there this week, ironically. Um, it is uh, it is the 15th anniversary. What a place. And here are Jared's thoughts on uh, our last episode. What's up, everybody? It's the last ever they went to Jared. Um, obviously, there's a lot to think about in regards to the end of this podcast. And I want to start out by saying that Tom uh, sort of grew up in front of me and has always been one of the few people that I actually like legitimately want to hang out with and want to be around when he when he's in town. And um, so recording this podcast has always been very easy because I already feel very comfortable with him. And of course, same thing with Tommy as I've gotten to know him and I've always really enjoyed uh, doing the podcast and um, I really have had a lot of fun doing it and I feel like I've been too mean in some spots, I'm sure. Um, And what's really crazy is that I'd like to go back because just like anything else in the time span of the podcast, like my musical tastes have changed. And I wonder if there's anything that I like now that maybe I kind of gave shit to at the time. Um, but you know, it's been a really fun thing, you know, for me, especially to be part of it. And, um, something that I don't know if I've ever actually said to Tom, but I, I said it the other day to a, to another comedian and I, and I really, thought about it a lot and it's true that like there isn't a comedian on earth that makes me laugh harder than tom does and you know i think some people know that you know bamford's my favorite comedian and i really like you know jimmy pardo and there's like a lot of comics that i like but as far as like what i really sort of am drawn to in you know on stage tom does that and so i appreciate that as well tom now as far as the podcast goes, I mean, it's, it's been something that I've really loved doing and I do wish that I would have had more time to be on these last few years. I feel like it's been a long time since I've left a voicemail and that's, you know, I wish I, I really wish I was able to be on all these, all these, um, you know, I don't know how many I've missed, but anyway, it's been great. I'm sorry. I'm being like only, you know, genuine or whatever, but um, it's something that I will always sort of keep in my heart that I was a part of this and I've, I've loved every second of it. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. Thanks a lot. Oh, that was very sweet. Thank you, Jared. Very nice. That was very nice. Thanks, I was Jared. expecting a real ribbing here and a whole thing about how he invented the <laughs> podcast and then it ended up being very nice. And, uh, I apologize that, uh, everybody else had to hear that, but um, <laughs> it felt <laughs> I will it say, was embarrassing to listen to, but I one of the funniest it. things ever on this show. Um, one of the hardest times I've ever laughed was, I think it was bare naked ladies. I forget the band. We were recording in person with Jared and I gave him the hypothetical. Like, <laughs> you wake up from a coma someone plays you a bare naked lady song like what do you say and he just goes i want to go back it was so good uh we love uh we love jared we loved uh, having his voicemails on the show and uh, a bunch of people requested for him to to leave one more so i appreciate him doing it uh and uh you know it was a, a very sweet and uh i i can't uh can't thank old Jerry enough for for doing the doing the pod with us when he could. Um, I know he's a busy man with uh, two children who have uh, busy schedules. But uh, a lot of the people's favorite moments. We'll we'll get into this on the Patreon. We're gonna do one last Patreon where we kind of uh, 
really wrap it up um, uh, so we don't waste guys' precious time. It's not a waste of time. <laughs> I, I'm having a good time sitting in this with you. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I didn't really get a look in on Jared's uh, voicemail. I mean, no shade or anything, but it was kind of crazy how he didn't mention me at all. <laughs> that was actually really <laughs> fucked up. Uh, a guy has kind of been... Guy's kind of been the third mic on this show for a long time. You know, I don't anything. know. I, I don't know the fucking guy, but he, he could have said something. <laughs> yeah, anything. Just a, how do you do? Hello. <laughs> oh, and when you said third mic, you should have seen Neil Brennan's eyes pop up. <laughs> yeah, Neil's been building up the courage to contribute this whole episode. <laughs> we got to get that guy another mic, man. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Um, well, uh, oh yeah, one of the things I was going to mention was that uh, a, a moment that a lot of people mentioned as their favorite uh, Stand By Your Band moment is uh, when we had, uh, who was it? Um, oh shit, I just lost it. It was uh, somebody called Jared live on the show. It was... Was it oh, Joe it was Firestone? Joe Firestone. Yeah. yeah. yeah Joe yeah, Firestone yeah, yeah. live. Yeah. She heard the voicemail and was furious at Jared. And so we called Jared live on the show. And uh, it was, <laughs> yeah, was a so great funny. moment of her yeah. yelling at Jared. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people really uh, got a kick out of that as, after having to hear Jared rip their bands apart for years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Finally got a little taste of, uh, of uh, justice. Um, but. All right. Well, this has been this has been a great episode. Is it, am, I, am I leaving anything out of your Mac man? No. Yeah, we'll talk more on the Patreon. But uh, thank you to everyone who listened. It has been uh, it's been one of the great honors of my life doing this show with my old friend Tom and my new friend Guy. The third. I've loved it so much. Thanks for having me on uh, so many times. Yeah, I, uh, oh, I think that. both you guys are so funny and it's so fun hanging out. I'm sorry it's only ever happened through the medium of a podcast <laughs> for the last few years. <laughs> and I, I'd like to give a couple of plugs if I could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check out uh, on YouTube, Tom Takar's Takar. Hey, my Very, man. very funny special. Oh, Genuinely, when I watched it, I was texting Tom and I said, I'm starstruck to be texting the star <laughs> of Takar Noir. <laughs> And then uh, also, Tommy, I'm so excited for Smoldering to come out. That must be soon, in like a week or so now. That's uh, two weeks from yeah. today. Yeah, It's famously uh, two weeks before my exact birthday. So that's the way people are going to ah, know. That's how date. people know. Okay, yeah. sorry. I didn't have the... Um, on the big I billboard, I rented out. or whatever, I didn't have that uh, set up. <laughs> I rented out a but big no, billboard that's <laughs> smoldering, coming two weeks before Tom's birthday. It doesn't even say my last name. <laughs> the, photo, <laughs> the photo of you as a child. <laughs> I, but no, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. You guys are so fun and funny. So um, I look forward to seeing you, hopefully in person, for some laughs. Guy, we love you so much. Thanks so much for being on this last step. And uh, we do have some stuff to plug on the way out here. One, Tommy's special comes out November 9th, smoldering. Yes. Uh, get that wherever you watch your specials. I am assuming that is... Uh, is it going to be an album and a special? It'll be an album uh, the next day, November 10th. we a special thing record, so that'll be wherever you get your music. And the video will be on YouTube on the 9th. 7 p.m. Eastern standard time. Hell yeah. So I think that'll be about four weeks later for you, Guy. Uh, I still have not figured <laughs> out the time zone, but I think you'll be getting it maybe around Groundhog Day. <laughs> I uh, think I think you'll find we'll be getting it uh, the day before. <laughs> before you've even released it, I'll be fucking slating it for Vulture. <laughs> you'll be spoiling it. Spoiling it I'm, I'm yeah. trying to get my Vulture review out before the Atlantic hit piece on you. <laughs> <laughs> Smoldering comes to an icy halt. <laughs> Smoldering. This made me wish I was out bouldering anywhere but in front of my computer screen. Uh, the whole thing was dedicated to his gym teacher and made me feel deeply uncomfortable. 
Guy Montgomery. <laughs> uh, really quick, you, if you want to see me and Tommy together again, you can see us at Vermont Comedy Club the uh, weekend of New Year's Eve. It's all that weekend before, so come out to that. I have some more shows coming up. Those are on my website. I also have a project coming out with friend of the show, Amy Silverberg, uh, called Crying on the Playground. It's a YouTube slash podcast show where we uh, talk to comedians about uh, their embarrassing grade school stories. Uh, So that should be fun. And, of course, Guy and I have our new podcast, Stand By Your Band 2, coming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, we're really excited about reimagined. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same podcast with strings. <laughs> Something just a little classier by replacing you, Scott. Uh, all right, we love you guys. Uh, all right, keep it crispy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>